What up Hyperchange, welcome to another episode. Today we're gonna to do an update on Starlink and how I think about the company's plan to be spun out of SpaceX and IPO. Starlink is the satellite internet service started by Elon Musk and his company SpaceX, which is on a mission to get us all to Mars to expand the light of human consciousness, to make us a multi-planetary species, a super inspiring mission and just something I think we should all be stoked about, leading to so much cutting edge technology and innovation. One of those example of that is now that SpaceX has made rockets reusable, has made it cheaper to launch things into orbit, into space. They're piggybacking on their own technological innovation and launching Starlink, a network of 10,000, 14,000 low Earth orbit satellites that are gonna be floating around in the sky using lasers to beam down high-speed internet. This is a competitor um, to all sorts of different internet, sort of mostly intended for rural places, not you know high uh, urban density, uh, big cities where you already have fast internet, fiber, uh, you know that sort of stuff, or 5G, but sort of more rural places where it's usually hard to get internet, super expensive, it's super slow. Um, so this new player in the internet market, Starlink, has been growing rapidly. Uh, they just announced a couple months ago they hit 100,000 users, and Elon Musk has hinted that this will be spun out of SpaceX. So I want to give you all an update on the IPO. It's been something I've followed super closely as a SpaceX investor. So SpaceX is a private company, um, which means the public can't invest in them. That's a super bummer. I wish we could all invest in them, but that's just how it's structured. Um, there was so much misinformation. The press gave Tesla such a hard time when it was scaling, when it was losing money, when it was in growth and investment mode that Elon Musk has been hesitant to IPO his company SpaceX, which has such a long-term mission. So that's why SpaceX is private, but now Starlink, because that's a more focused sort of business use case, um, just providing an internet service to a bunch of people, they're actually going to spin that out of SpaceX and IPO it. So I think this is a fascinating thing to follow. Um, SpaceX itself already valued at about $100 billion in the private market, making it one of the largest companies um, in the private market at all. One of the largest companies in the world, one of the largest space companies in the world. Um, they're already launching about two thirds of all mass to orbit. So when we're sending stuff into space, chances are it was on a SpaceX rocket. So SpaceX now spinning out this Starlink subsidiary, which is their first consumer product. So you may have seen the Dishy McDish face, this circular disc, um, which you put on your roof, you put anywhere, um, and then it just starts connecting to all those satellites in the sky and getting you high speed internet for $99 a month. It costs 500 up front. So that's great. They're on version two of that dish, but the big innovation, actually an exclusive hyperchange um, sort of a piece of news, I guess, is that they're updating that with this new flat design. Shout out to Spencer who helped me render this. Um, I'll put his link to his Twitter in his bio, but I have seen a picture of the new Starlink receiver that is more rectangular like this. It's easier, cheaper to ship, easier, cheaper to mass produce. This is the third iteration of that dish. And to me, this represents the Starlink IPO in a nutshell, because this is the mass market version of their terminal, which will they, they will scale from this 100,000, you know, sort of beta program to millions and millions of users and justify Starlink as this massive company. So right now, what I think is happening behind the scenes, they're scaling Starlink, they're launching a bunch of satellites. As you can see, they've been launching a ton of satellites here. They're up to almost 2,000 that they've launched um, in this network, but they have to get to 14,000. So they're gonna keep launching these satellites over the next few years, expanding users. And what I'm hearing, the gossip here, um, is that they're planning to IPO this next year. In about a year from now, late 2022, they're planning to IPO Starlink for about 70 to $80 billion. Um, and that is sort of the plan as it stands right now. That's just what I'm hearing, but I think it makes a lot of sense. Let's break down the stats real quick. Starlink right now, 30,000 users in Q1 2020. This is my estimates based on what Elon and the company has been leaking. 70,000 subscribers in Q2, 120,000 by the end of Q3. So these are pretty much the stats that we've seen right now. Um, these are paying $99 a month, about 100 million revenue run rate. 
um, a little over that. And so this is my projections for how this scales into the coming year. I think we end this year at 150,000 subscribers. I think they're stopping the growth before 2022, where they really accelerate with that new V3 Starlink satellite dish. Um, and that's how they're wait waiting to commercialize that um, and put it in the wild. And then that's going to start the next wave of growth in 2022, scaling to about a million users um, by the end of 2022. And if you think about revenue, you might be like, well, okay, and here's the annual projections that I made. I'll put a link to this in the description. Um, we're looking at only a $180 million ARR business by the end of 2021 and only a $1.2 billion ARR business with a million users at the end of 2022. So you're going to be like, how is Starlink valued at 70 to $80 billion if they're just going to be doing one 1.1 billion in revenue run rate. Um, that's like a 70, you know, 50 times price sales ratio. That's insane. So step number one, the TAM, the addressable market, total addressable market of Starlink is huge. Internet services for 8 billion people on the planet, eventually connecting Earth and Mars, being this new backbone of internet infrastructure, um, especially when you think about cryptocurrencies. Um, you know, if you have an internet connection, you can monetize your energy production by mining cryptocurrencies as long as you're connected to the internet. That's a fascinating angle that I think Starlink will impact many industries with. But beyond that, um, it's just the growth here. So I think the, the internet market alone, hundreds of billions, probably scaling to a trillion plus eventually. I mean, just the idea that we are all in the metaverse, we all need to be connected. The connectivity business is huge. Um, but you look at this and you look at the growth and you say, wait, well, fast forward till 2023 when they have 4 million users and they're doing almost 5 billion in recurring revenue. So if you look at this at late 2022, you won't be looking at the 2022 financials. You're always looking forward, right? And so you're looking only about 17 times sales of 2023 ending ARR, if you're at 70 billion and they're about to hit 5 billion in the next 12 months in ARR, that's not that crazy. And you think about uh, Starlink, it's gonna be one of those businesses super capital intensive. They're losing a ton of money now, but as they get a bunch of subscribers, as they launch all those satellites, it's gonna become an extremely positive cash cow for SpaceX. This is SpaceX's plan to fund Mars, is to spin out Starlink, sell chunks of it along the way as it grows, use that money to funnel back to core SpaceX and build new technologies that fund Mars. And so, I think this is all lining up to make a lot of sense. Um, and the 4 million number justifies almost 5 billion in revenue, 4 million users. I mean, there's 8 billion people on the planet. I think to say Starlink could hit 80 million users, just 1% of the planet is easy. And look at my financials, just at 25 million users, they do 30 billion in revenue. I think that justifies a well over a hundred, maybe even a $200 billion company. The gist of this is space is, I think Starlink will be, is planning to IPO in about 12 months. Maybe it'll take 18 months. Um, it's going to be a very complex process because the way that SpaceX works right now is there's all these complicated private investors who own little pieces in the company. Most of them don't own the company directly. They own a fund, which owns a fund, which owns the company, and there's all these different layers. So it'll be very interesting to see if they distribute Starlink stock um, to all of these investors or if they just buy them out with cash. That's all sort of up in the air. Um, but this is going to be one of the biggest, most exciting IPOs, I think, of all of next year in terms of size and just excitement because everybody wants to invest in SpaceX. Everybody wants to invest in the next Elon Musk thing. Um, and I think this is going to be a way to do it. And the numbers I'm crunching here is 70 to 80 billion seems extremely expensive at first glance when looking at the historical financials. But when you fast forward and say, wait, this could be doing 5 billion in ARR by the end of 2023, maybe 7, 10 billion if they really ramp it. And I think eventually you see a shoe in as long as, you know, the satellites start, start breaking and blowing up, as long as the technology works. I mean, who's going to compete with SpaceX on this? The, the cost of launching the rockets, the satellite development, mass producing the right satellite dish. I mean, there's so many innovations. The mode of this is insane. So I think uh, there's, it's justifiable that at, at maturity, this has incredible profit margins. It's extremely hard to replicate. It's a business of connectivity, which isn't going away. 80 million people equals like 100 billion in revenue. I think that could easily be done. That justifies a three, 400 million market cap. So even if you buy in at 100 billion after the IPO, I th still think you could get 
four to five X upside in the next five to seven years after that, if Starlink, you know, really thrives and scales. So anyway, that's my breakdown on the Starlink IPO. That's what I know so far. We have this incredible innovation of this new V3 receiver that's coming out, which actually shout out, I NFT'd my design of that and someone bought it for 0.5 ETH, like a little piece of internet history. So if that actually does come out, I think that'll be a shout out to whoever did that. And so they're coming out with this new mass market uh, dish, which I think is gonna, once they announce it, Starlink's been quiet for a while. They're gonna be like, we're coming out with this new dish. We're expanding to like millions of users. Like we're going to all these new countries. We're opening up new cities. This news is all about to hit. And then late 2022, we're gonna have this IPO. Um, and it's gonna be for 70 or $80 billion. And then I think demand's gonna be insane. They'll probably end up opening at around 100. And that's my take on what's gonna happen right now. Subscribe to the channel if you wanna keep following this. Um, this is just, I don't know, super exciting. The space economy is booming. Um, we're expanding to new planets and Starlink is a huge piece of that. And one of the most exciting examples of how innovations in reusable rocket technology and going to space creates usefulness back down to uh, for us here on Earth. But you're funding Mars. like. By buying into SpaceX and supporting Starlink and investing in this, you know, you're helping SpaceX, which is colonizing Mars or expanding us to new planets, which I just think is so exciting. So I think the why behind Starlink is super inspiring as well. Love to know what y'all think. Let me know in the comments below. Are you buying into Starlink at 80 billion next year, assuming these stats? What are your financial projections? Like, let's scheme in the comments. I love y'all when you give me insight. Like, there's just always great schemes in the comments. So thanks for that. Shout out to our Patreon supporters, producers. See you next time.